Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Acme Packing Company podcast feed. I'm Just Mosqueda. I'm here with Evan Tex Western. Say what's up, People Tex. Oh, what's up, everybody? Another week, another dumb loss, another very, very high proof bourbon to try to help me work through and process bad Packers football. I want to be clear on the front end. This team is not worth your time. It's not worth your time. I've had several friends today, friends and relatives, say that either they just didn't watch the game, they watched the condensed replay, and I get it. I understand. I understand why you would do that, because watching this over the span of about 35, 40 minutes seems like a much more, well, much less unpleasant uh, time than than spending it over three hours and change. And and it's not like there were like big swings that at some point you were like, Oh, the Packers are, they got a shot at, I mean, maybe when Cousins went down and Hall came in and he had that sack fumble. But outside of that, it's like, no, man, this team was just bad. They they don't have their shit together. It's pretty amazing to watch. There was really no, yeah, there was no moment that I thought this was going to happen. There's, like you said, that that after the fumble, it's like, uh, if they punch this in, maybe they'll cover. But that was... <laughs> Uh well no and actually no that's right the the spread was only one and a half so that wasn't even that it was like all right maybe they can at least make it interesting but at no point did it feel like yeah this team had a shot at actually coming back and winning the game so the Minnesota Vikings win twenty four to ten feels like way more than a fourteen point game um you know obviously there was a miss kick kick in there which kind of helps um Packers field the score over twenty which they have done every week. Since week two against the Atlanta Falcons, that's bad. Uh, they've dropped they've dropped five of their last six games. That's also bad. They have a four game losing streak, which is the second longest in the NFL, uh, only behind the Arizona Cardinals, who are in first place right now in the NFL draft order. Uh, the Packers winning two of their first three uh, really put them behind in terms of the chase <laughs> for the number one, number two pick, which is really what you're aiming for if you're talking about the quarterback race. Um, you know, you're talking about Drake May from North Carolina and Caleb Williams from USC, which, like I predicted, I, I think is going to be a closer race than uh, people really kind of assumed. People kind of plugged in Caleb Williams to that number one slot. I don't know if that's going to be the case. But the Packers are still sitting, even at two and five, they're sitting in the sixth spot in the draft order. We're, we're recording this as the Chicago Bears are down two touchdowns to the Los Angeles Chargers. That shouldn't change the draft order. The char- the, uh, the Bears are already ahead of them because of strength of schedule, even though they're both two and five right now. They'll be two and six um, pretty soon, it looks like. There are so many bad teams in the NFL that I don't know if the Packers are bad enough for this to even really matter. Like the difference between the Packers picking like sixth and 18th is like, a tier of talent 
between the offensive linemen that they're probably going to end up selecting. <laughs> um, certainly not worth a tank effort, I would say, at this point. It's going to be so hard to get there. Um, I mean, the yeah, the Panthers won they, a game today. They play all these but, teams is part of right. the problem. Like, they're going to play yeah. the Panthers. They're going to yep. play the Giants. They're going to play yeah. the Bears. Like, they're going to have to lose those games. And it could happen, but we'll see. Yeah. It's it's bleak, man. It's it's they're in that that awful, awful limbo that you hope your your football team never falls into is you're not anywhere near good enough to compete, but you're you're not one of the worst teams in the league that's almost guaranteed one of those top picks. Yeah. So he had eleven penalties. Um less worried about the number of penalties, even though that's a lot. For ninety nine yards, that's so many yards. There was probably a twenty minute period. Um, where the Packers had twice as many penalty yards as they had offensive yards when they were just doing the whole, what was it, the first three or four drives where they were just going three and out yep. basically every single time. Um, they ended up fish- finishing with 196 pat- net passing yards, which feels low when the game felt like it was a two-score game the entire game <laughs> um, on, on 45 dropbacks. That's 4.4 yards per attempt on dropbacks. That is not good enough. Jordan Love was a leading rusher on the day with 34 rushing yards. That is not good enough. Christian Watson, um, who we're not allowed to criticize about the the draft selection, be, you know, be, even though he, what, it was two, two second round picks basically that we traded yep. up to get him over George Pickens. And Romeo Dobbs, who has strong hands. Don't ever forget that he has strong hands. That's <laughs> 17 targets for 51 yards. That is brutal. Abysmal. That is brutal. Oh my God. We would be we would be ripping AJ Dillon for a rushing stat line of 17 carries for 51 yards. And rightfully so. That's not gonna cut it, guys. Yeah. Hey, um, Dontavian Wicks hit the over again today. His over was ten and a half. Uh, receiving he had yards. the drop, but he hit the over, and then he yeah. hit it again later in the game. So <laughs> I'm okay with Wicks. Uh, I I have the good friends at Next Gen Stats who have helped me out. Uh, actually, gave me the snap counts so I can actually talk about this before the actual snap counts come out Ooh. tomorrow. Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, and Jade Reed all played 81 percent or more of the snaps today. This is after what? Matt LaFleur waxed poetic about Dontavian Wicks's ability and basically said he's a perfect wide receiver and we need to get him more involved. Free Dontavian Wicks. I don't understand what this team is doing at this point. I'm I'm starting to get real sick of hearing things from Matt LaFleur and then them not happening. It starts with <laughs> me. We really fought. That's the one thing that you could say. We really fought. Oh, we got we gotta get better. We just gotta get better. We gotta find a way. We have to find a way. <laughs> I yeah, dude, I'm sick of hearing it too. Um this offense has to get better, man. If if it looks like this the entire season, LaFleur will get fired. Yes. Agreed. hundred percent. There's no way you as a play caller can go through I mean, they had everyone in camp. They played all preseason. Mm-hmm. They had pract they had joint practices with two different teams. It shouldn't look this rough. Why does it look like we're pulling teeth? I was watching. <laughs> I caught the end of. Um, what was it? The Seahawks Browns game. Right. And JSN takes this little bubble screen for a touchdown. And that, like, that's not the point. Just the fact that he like 
caught a like a bubble screen was delivered cleanly, the catch was delivered cleanly, and then he was able to turn up the field felt foreign to me. That's like, that why, sounds why was it their hesitation? Like, that sounds amazing. It, I I, yeah, I would love to see that. Confidence. Yeah, oh it's my God. This thing is not good. I want to I want to play the schedule game really quick. All right, the next three games are going to be versus the Rams at the Steelers versus the Chargers. I don't know the status of Matthew Stafford's thumb. He did leave the game on Sunday. Um, we might be getting Brett Ripien, which, whoo boy, what what a pull that would be for the oh, Green Bay wow. Packers. Um, but let, let's assume Stafford plays, you know, even if he's injured. Rams, Steelers, Chargers, what's the Packers record in those three games? Uh, one and two at best. Okay, here's the bad news. Immediately <laughs> after that, they're going to play the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs, who are going to be two losses. Oh yeah. So we're talking about a, a three and nine Packers team going into December 11th. A Not three great. win Packers team going into the second week of December. It's been a long, long time since things looked this bleak, man. Matt. Dude, you're going to get fired if you don't turn this shit around, Matt. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. You have to get this offense turned around. There's no way that they're going to just accept losing to this degree. Yeah. I. So the the offense, the I think maybe the most frustrating thing to me in the entire game today, and there was a lot to be frustrated about, was I believe it was third down on the first one of the first two drives. So still in that, you know, that scripted portion of, of the, the offense where in theory, you've got concepts that you think are going to work and that you've worked on in practice all week. They ran an RPO and nobody ran a route. Oh yeah. Uh, that was in the scripted portion of the offense of the game. Yes. That was, I think it was the third play of the game. If I remember that right. I think it was the, yeah, I think it was the first third down that they ran that and. That was the one where he loved threw something up the right sideline on like a scramble drill and then ended up coming back for a man. Rashid Walker, yeah, being downfield. Which I don't how? even blame him for because how is he supposed no. to know that like, no, like, yeah, I mean, you're not supposed <laughs> to hold on to the ball in RPOs. That's the whole point of them. Um, how do you do that on the, the third play of the game? What are we doing? <laughs> Why does everything look so hard? Why? There are college teams that run the, run these plays. Mm-hmm. There are high school of, teams that run these plays, and and these these guys are young and probably ran these plays in college, like these receivers. Why is this so hard? Every one of these guys is a first or second year guy. Ah. All right, um, Alvin Jones, twin brother of Aaron Jones, is on Twitter right now. <laughs> he is openly questioning if uh, Matt Lafleur wants to lose football games because they aren't using Aaron. Uh, Aaron was on the field for something like. Uh, or I have it right here. Forty-eight percent of the snaps today. It, he was hovering in the thirties his previous two games. Um, you know the only two games that he's been able to play since week one when he had that hamstring injury. So trend line moving up a little bit. Um, the Packers are so far down that like I can't even get mad at them for like not using the running backs very much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is happening. I, this is going to be a cycle of me saying I don't know what the hell is going to happen with this team. <laughs> I want to. I want to hit this trade deadline thing before we get into vibe tracks and stuff like that. 
Tex, do you think this team is one player away from being a competitive football team? <laughs> Absolutely not. I I don't either. Um, it feels like this is how bad teams stay bad is by borrowing from the future to use on bad seasons mm-hmm. when the needle isn't going to get moved at all. I understand if you're Matt LaFleur, why you would be like, dude, please, for the love of God, someone give me some help. Like the walls are closing in. I have one of the 32 jobs in the league. I want to keep this job. I make millions of dollars a year. I don't want to have to go back and be, I don't know, like Sean McVay's offensive coordinator or something like that. Right. Um, but like, it doesn't make sense for the team to make a move. Meanwhile, yep. uh, on the pregame show, Jake Laser for Fox um, reported that the Green Bay Packers are one of three teams that are still poking around on the running back market. This includes the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, this was after um, they had discussed Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley um, being a, a, a trade piece. So I guess those would be the two names that they're kind of or one of the two names that they're kind of asking questions about. Reminder, uh, if you weren't around for some reason uh, during cutdowns, the roster cutdowns, the Packers poked around on Jonathan Taylor uh, for the Indianapolis Colts who had a contract dispute with the Colts. Um, I don't think this team is running back away. No. I do kind of enjoy it. Like, I'm happy someone in the front office is like, dude, AJ, AJ Dillon is not good enough. <laughs> like <laughs> some somehow the coaching staff hasn't gotten word of that, but the front office has. That's at least a good sign. But I mean, what do you trade for? Like, if you trade for Henry or you trade for Saquon, both of them are on one year deals. So you're talking about an extension already just to keep them on the cap for this year. Yep. Henry and- is old. Henry's as old as it, as Aaron Jones is. And, and he's got Saquon, a lot. He's, yeah, and he's taken a lot more punishment and a lot more carries on his his right. body over the years than than. Jones also, they don't won the same things that like. No. The 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 Titans, the Titans run game. If you haven't seen the Titans that much since, I mean, I guess they came to Lambeau that one time a couple of years ago. AJ Dillon's rookie year, right? Yeah, um, when AJ Dillon actually had a good game. The last time he had a good game, <laughs> they run ISO. Like you need a fullback for ISO, and they basically run the hell out of Dylan or run the hell out of Henry. I don't know why I said Dylan. I'm spazzing. Um, and like their third down back is like a fullback basically is kind of how they use it. So like, that's way different than what yeah. Green Bay does out of the backfield. Saquon, um, good player coming off an of injury. I mean, maybe, but like taking it, uh, running back with injury history who the original team doesn't necessarily want to pay isn't probably how you build a Super Bowl contender. And I'm willing to go through the growing pains. Don yeah. your hands. <laughs> yeah, this this is this team should be selling. Bar none. Like yeah. I, I'm I am very I am on the team get resources for anything anything with any sort of practical value at this point. I mean we need to have the the conversation with what two days left until the deadline. Does is it better just to trade Rashawn Gary at this point for something for if you can get a first round pick for him? Do you take that straight up? I've had a couple of people ask me that this past yeah. week because they're just <laughs> like, dude, what what is happening with yeah. the situation? And these aren't Packers people; these are like national media people being like, so right. what 
the hell was happening here? Yeah. Um, and, and obviously not knowing what the, the impasse apparently is with the contract. I mean, that plays into I mean, this it's too. Money. I mean, so, that's what well, it is. It's, yeah. It's I money. guess the, the question, I guess how far apart they are on that question is, is I guess what I'm getting at. But, but even so, you know, you've got clearly a, a di- difference on valuation between his camp and where the team is at. Um, do you think that gets done? If you don't think that gets done, get something for him now instead of, you know, maybe you get a third round count pick next in 2025. Okay, great. We get an extra third round pick when the draft comes to green Bay. Woo. Great. <laughs> Yay. Uh, um, who do you, who do you sell other than Gary? Cause Gary's a big one, yeah. obviously. Um, that would, who oh boy, <laughs> this defense would look so bad without Gary. I mean, yeah. it would just be getting no pressure and stuff like that. I think, yeah. um, let me find the quote. This comes from Ryan Wood of what is USA Today? That's Green Bay Press Gazette, right? Press Gazette and Journal Sentinel, yeah. Just want to make sure. Uh, this <laughs> is from Russell Douglas uh, about youth on the defense. I don't think it's nothing we could say people – Young all we want, but people got to play football. The only person in the locker room that we gave leeway to to say that they're young is Kenneth, who, you know, is from <laughs> Nigeria, and is, this is his first year playing football. That was my commentary um, because he's never played before. Like, he's never played. So if he goes out there and he does some stuff, we're like, oh, we understand. Everybody else, we played football before at a high level somewhere. So we're not doing that young shit. <laughs> everyone's tired of this dude everyone's tired of this there there was also a comment that he made um that he said something to the effect of like because opposing offenses know that the packers offense isn't going to put points up on the board they're just not adjusting anything and they're just like yeah we know generally what beats you and we don't feel the pressure to really go out of uh, the guardrails that we've set for ourselves to beat you. Like we, we will not be changing our game plan um, because we only need to score, you know, 13 points or whatever to beat you on a game. So that, that feels like the ultimate insult to, to a team is we know you're not good enough to beat us. Even if we don't game plan for you specifically, (laughs) dude, it's, it sucks. (laughs) It sucks. And and the fact that it's the offense and guys, the third play of the game, they must have practiced that play three, four times throughout the week. Guys don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, It comes down to the floor, man. And I, the, the way this stuff is working, and look, he might be a good coach. He might have been the perfect guy for the Rodgers era, right? Um. But the way it's feeling right now, it feels like the the chopping block is coming and it's probably going to be him before it's going to be good. Yes. Yeah. So. 100%. <sighs> you know what? Um. Oh, here's one more question I have before we get to break and we do the vibe checks. What do we do good? We played two months of football. What are the Packers good at? They're really good at taking dumb penalties at the worst possible times. <laughs> I agree. That, that I that I know they're good at. Um, 
they're actually like weirdly good at blocking kicks. Like we got a couple now this year. So that was fun. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah. Um, I mean, there's not, there's not one play or one concept on offense that I'm like, yeah, no. we know they can run that. No, not one. Um, I mean, so, they can't run RPOs, which like you should be able to do with cats. I should be able to teach a cat <laughs> how to run RPOs. Uh, what one of my cats might be able to do that. The other one, I I, I don't think you could teach her an RPO. I, my, I, my cat's got no chance. <laughs> Oliver's not having it. Um, yeah. With that, let's get the break, and we'll come back with the flap checks. And we're back. All right, offensive side of the ball. We already talked about the Alvin Jones stuff. He's going on Twitter. We we have done something that I think only the Cleveland Browns have done which is multiple uh, family members of offensive skill players going on Twitter <laughs> and openly questioning what the hell is this team doing? Um, so congratulations. Hang the banner. We did it guys. Um, Josh Nyman was in for three quarters of the game for yeah, Rashid Walker. Yeah, that was fun. He ended up leaving with an ankle, but I don't know. I mean, what Walker had the, the ineligible man downfield on the RPO in the first drive and then gave up, a real bad sack, I think, yeah, on the third drive and the then got benched. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the ineligible man downfield. I mean, that's just, that's a wide receiver penalty somehow, yeah. if you can imagine that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he wasn't playing good. I mean, he really, he hadn't played good in about a month. Um, yeah. Not great. Josiah DeGuara played four snaps today. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? I don't understand what this team is. The The whole tight end usage thing is bizarre to me. And, I mean, you, you've got it in the notes. Why are we using Musgrave as a why? Why yes. is he not Why is he not just a detached seam splitter at this point? Again, we, we've been talking about this for weeks. And, and you keep using him on those, those – the same way that they used Robert Tunyon couple years ago where you know they'd have him on all these little things in the flat throw the ball quick out to him and have him turn up the field and try to get yak Tunyon couldn't do it because that wasn't his game Musgrave can't do it because that's not his game so is this just a fundamental problem with the coaching staff not understanding the strengths and of their individual players and scheming to their players strengths I don't know because I mean we Tyler and I did a ton of work on the tight ends, mm-hmm. right? Um, leading up to the draft. And the whole thing with Musgrave was he, because of his athleticism, he can be a super high end field stretcher for you, you know, on the relative scale of NFL tight ends, right? He's young. He hasn't played that much, but he can do that one thing, right? Like he can create separation on end cuts and stuff like that. But they're using him as like an all around tight end, but not, not even just like, he should be on the field every play. It's like, they think he can do everything. They think he can be at the goal line, hand in the dirt. Why? And then he gets blown up. They think he can be the yak guy, which he's never bit like he, one of the things Paul brought up, right. When we were talking about draft guys was like, Musgrave goes down on contact every single time on first contact. And it's like, yeah, that's who he is. And they're like, yeah, let's just throw a bunch of flat routes and stuff to him. It's like, he's not that dude. He's never been that dude. Tucker Craft was that dude, right? Um, yep. 
and obviously that was against FCS opponents and stuff like that. Good FCS opponents because of the conference that they played in. And he got a lot of looks in the playoffs and stuff like that. But I, I don't get it. I don't know if the – like, DeGora should be the guy catching those flat routes. Yes. Kraft should be the guy handed the dirt on the goal line. How are we overthinking this? How? I, I, I mean, think this... part, part of the usage that DeGora only gets four snaps in this game is probably because Kraft got so many looks because he was probably preparing to start. But he's, pro- he's probably playing a different I, – I would have to look. But he's probably playing a different role than the starting Y role. Like, I would assume Kraft snaps come when both him and Musgrave are on the field. So I don't know mm-hmm. how he would be more prepared for that role than DeGuar would have been because DeGuar is probably getting those snaps in practice throughout the week. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's just a perv- – it feels like a pervasive problem across this coaching staff. They don't understand or they seem to not identify – um, these players skill sets and, and account for snaps accordingly. I mean, Wix is another that, example. LaFleur was Wicks... so good at that at the beginning of his career. Yeah. That's when he would be like, okay, Tyler Irvin, this is what you do. This is how you win. I'm going to put you in a position where you could impact the team in a positive way. We don't have, we, no one gets used in a defined role anymore. Is this a, do, do we, do we miss Hackett? for some of this stuff do we <laughs> think that that was part of it i don't know um but i mean it's it's not giving more snaps to wicks you see it you saw it on defense with uh wyatt not getting snaps last year when he was flashing ahead of like yeah. dean lowry and and jaron reed and those guys so it's it, it's not limited to the tight end position i mean you can so. say walker getting his ass kicked and then they right. finally pulled the plug like, yeah oh yeah um romeo Dobbs, strong hands well, Oh, you're going to have got, some, uh, you got some Twitter fodder for your cutups this week. Yeah. So I got bullied out of it from doing oh. it last week. <laughs> I did. They, they, people wanted to know why I was so mean to Dobbs, which fair. I wasn't really mad at Dobbs. I was mad at people on Twitter.com, um, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't allow. Um, but Dobbs had a bunch of drops in this game. If not drops balls that should have been in play. For Dobbs, I know people mm-hmm. called a couple of them. They were like, that's a PBU. And I'm like, well, he didn't fight for it. So I don't like that's he has every right to the ball that the defensive back has. Yep. Um, I think LaFleur had him down, everyone down for eight drops in the game. We already mentioned Dobbs plus Watson equals 17 targets, 51 yards. That's horrendous. Horrendous. Why are we underthrowing Christian Watson? <laughs> Why is he getting so, so I I said in the APC Slack I was like is he just Tory Smith like oh, we, he's no. just a era Tory Smith like he runs deep and we just try to throw him a DPI ball like that is the Watson <laughs> offense right now cuz we're underthrowing him some of them were running like you know low re- like low red zone stuff where we're just targeting him on the back line he's getting double covered and then he's just like looking for a DPI I'm like, does this ever work, guys? <laughs> this is ever like throwing these contested catches to Dobbs and Watson. Has this worked? Is J- Jaden Reed might be our wide receiver one at this point, and he's working out of the slot. Yeah. The how many how many more like red zone fades are we we going to throw too? It's worked once this season on the 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 game winner against New Orleans. After they threw it eight times trying to right. get that exact same ball, <laughs> like this team cannot win Stop it like that. 
that. you have to create separation to to get a completion. In and that's process. and that's why Dontavian Wicks needs to be on the field more. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? That's that's the thing I don't get. Like uh, people want better receivers, but then also won't admit any of these receivers are a problem, right? Like moving a Dobbs or a Watson to the bench would infuriate people, but they also Mm -hmm. want more output out of these wide receivers. And it's like, something's got to give, man. We're going to have to, I I think I tweeted it out. I was like, dude, Aztec sacrifice. One of, one of the pass catchers every (laughs) week, just bring in a new body. Whoever sucks the most, like you're done, you're done. And you know, we hold a little ceremony for you and we, we wave you on your way. Hey, look, at least we didn't get the random Samari Toure bomb, like deep shot this yes. week. So Samari has been fully phased out of the offense when I looked <laughs> at uh, the snap counts. I think he got like four snaps all game. So yep. that that was nice. Um, Probably better offensive line this week. The RPOs worked when the wide receivers knew to run a route. <laughs> um, there were a couple times, shout out to Dobbs. He got a couple targets on some of those RPO, like little tunnel screen type things, and he did a half decent job of uh, turning those upfield. That's the nicest thing I think I have to say <laughs> about this offense. Um, I have one more note. This is a tweet from Ryan Wood again. Shout out to Ryan Wood. He does a really good job off the beat. Um, oh, this came from Zach Tom about the team's slow start. We have the talent. We have the pieces we need. We've shown every game this year we can move the ball. It's just about doing it consistently, and we're not doing that. We're putting defenses in. T- we're putting our defenses in tough positions. It's just about coming out ready to play. And I don't know if we're always ready to play. Obviously, it's showing up. We're not ready to play. Matt, you're gonna get fucking fired, dude. You gotta <laughs> get this offense turned around. Like, Matt, I'm rooting for you. If this shit happens for another month. That might be enough to get canned, dude. Thanksgiving is not going to be pretty at this rate. Yeah. 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 Because the Packers, honestly, they might have to go to market early. Like, if they're going to change the front office stuff, they might have to go to market early. If they think Basachi maybe has a chance to be that guy, I don't know if you can get – like, I don't even know what that means. Like, giving giving an interim a real shot when you think that the offensive staff isn't developing the offense, like he's got the same coach. Like, I don't know what you would get out of that, but maybe they think that um, this is bad, Matt, this is bad. Again, we're talking about three and nine second week of December. You could easily get canned. Yeah. I'm going to look up right now. If they have first coach fired numbers that are updated. Oh, it'll be up there. But yeah, I mean, Again, just just looking at the drive chart while you're looking that up. I mean, three and outs on each of the first four drives. They combined for 26 yards of total offense on those first four four drives. Uh, 20 yards of penalties on offense on those first four drives. Um, and then you know a few more on the defensive side. So they were definitely you know I think like you said it was almost two to one at one point um, midway through the second quarter in terms of penalty yards versus total offense. Not cool. Not good. The only first coach fired odds I can find right now do not include. Let's look at futures. Nope. Um, yeah, I can't find first coach fired that actually has LaFleur listed 
which is interesting. Number one is Brandon Staley. Number two is Ron Rivera. I think those are both dead man walking. I'm seeing Bears. Yep, that's I'm I, I've got one that's got those three, and then Josh McDaniels in the top four, and then as of a, about Thursday, Matt Lafleur is number five on that okay. list. I have like a list of ten, and he wasn't on there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean fifth sounds about right, dude. His don't let anyone tell you that this is like rebuilding year doesn't matter. Just like deal with it. The offense is going to suck. Like the fact that the offense is messing up in such obvious ways that show that they're unprepared or unfocused or not focused on details. Like that gets people fired, dude. Every single time. Like I know green Bay doesn't like to fire guys. This shit gets people fired. If if this was a case of a team that was like, like the Oh eight team, for example, where they were, they were, they looked at least semi-competent on offense. They were given up games on the defensive side. You know, there were maybe, maybe there were turnovers and there were a couple bad decisions, but at least like, there looked like there was some sort of identity uh, on offense. You can, you could justify going through those, re- those, those growing pains and those, that kind of rebuilding phase. And even that they fired the DC, like, right. It was a rebuilding and year, but there's ex- still a standard. Yes, exactly. So, but, but in this case, right, the off, the entire offense, which is Matt LaFleur's baby, just looks completely lost and completely out of sync. And, and like they have absolutely no idea what, what the hell's going on. That is his. Number one responsibility, and yeah, that that flows down from him at the top. And unless they get this turned around in the next month, and I, I it's gonna be real hard for him to keep that keep that job. Shout out to Jason Frable. I don't know if you're gonna be with us much longer. <laughs> um, wide receiver coach, passing game coordinator for the last two years. Who, buddy? Tough gig. The NFL is unforgiving. Um, yep. Vibe check, offensive side of the ball, zero out of ten. I mean, yep. I'm just, I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired. This is not worth my time. I said it on uh, the Twitter Spaces. I was like, go do anything else. Like, <laughs> I'm actually, unless uh, we're actually getting money off of this. Like, exactly, the nation is paying us money. Unless you are getting money to watch this team, don't watch the full broadcast live. I, I can't. I certainly can't advocate that. <sighs> All right, defensive side of the ball. Um, Minnesota was 10 of for 18 on third and fourth down. Was that third down or fourth down? Just third down, and then they were one for one on fourth down also. Uh, we were not that, by the way, if you want to fact check us. We were not yeah. anywhere close to 11 pa- of 19 or whatever. Yeah, Packers were 5 of 17. I'm sorry, hold on. Let me check that. Uh Six for 18 combined on a third and fourth down. Disgusting. And how many of those third downs that the Vikings converted were third and eight or more? There was at least four, oh, I yeah. think. Um, Kirk, was, Kirk was feeling himself before yeah. he ended up getting hurt. He wasn't getting pressured a ton, which red flag, right? We're <laughs> paying a whole ton of money to Preston Smith and you know Rashawn Gary, even though he's only on that fifth-year option. And also we have a first-round pick, and we have – Kingsley and Igbarra, who's like his only calling card really is like being able to be a speed rusher off of the edge. We should have been able to get more pressure. Kenny Clark did some good stuff during the game. TJ Slayton um, got him a couple times, you know, just he, had a, he actually like, he's probably the lo- the lone bright spot 
Game ball for TJ Slayton. Yep. He had a couple of really nice plays in the and run he had game. Two TFLs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And he got a little bit of pressure. So yeah, credit where credit's due. TJ had a good game. But the fact that Kirk was just back there, he could pat the ball and then it's just, you know, hitting Addison on a comeback or someone over the middle on an in cut. And you're just like, if I see KJ Osborne gain nine yards on third and eight one more time, I'm going to punch a baby or something. KJ Osborne. He's like sawed off. He's a guy. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, they use him as like a tight end as a wide receiver. Like that's all you need to know. That guy was carving you up. Um, Dude, we got a sack fumble inside the 20 from Jaron Hall. And didn't score and off didn't of that. Score. If you would have told me sack fumble Jaron Hall inside the, like not even inside the 20, just sack fumble Jaron Hall, do you win this game? Packers by 20. Yes. yes, we win that game. And then you're like, they only had 10 points. And you're like, what? How? How is that possible? Jair looked bad. Um, bad. Doesn't look healthy. Nope. I'm not even like holding it against him. Um, at this point, it's like a coaching staff thing, right? If you're going to throw him out there, I understand Carrington Valentine isn't Jair Alexander when Jair Alexander is at full health, but Jair doesn't look fully healthy. I, I wonder how much that impacts the potential trade of Nixon, right? Because Keyshawn is a guy that could potentially add to a contender as a guy who could play in the slot, you know, be your fourth corner or whatever and also contribute on special teams a whole lot, not just in the kick return game, but all the other phases too. Um, he's a guy I've seen talked about as I a mean, potential the, piece to trade. Preston. Rasul. Rasul's the other one, but yeah. like I, Rasul's like the one guy who at least seems like he's got a little bit of fire under his ass on defense. Yes. One of the few. So I'm, I'm loath to. Yeah, I want to keep Rasul. Yeah. I want someone to get ejected. <laughs> I was openly asking for someone to get ejected at APC. Someone joked, uh, Quay Walker should fight a, tra- should fight a trainer. I said only if he's in green and gold. <laughs> um, just show some sort of fight, man. What the hell am I spending three plus hours for on a Sunday if we're not going to have some fire under our ass? Uh, Anthony Johnson Jr. also got four snaps again today. Um, he came in when Jonathan Owens was walking off the field for a little bit. Owens ended up coming back. Um, Owens wasn't, I didn't like Owens didn't get got in the same way that I thought Owens was going to get got. No, the um, only, the only person who got Owens was whichever ref threw the, uh, the flag on him for a, a supposed helmet to helmet hit where he hit, uh, Jordan Addison shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, there was that. And then there was, uh, that Hawkinson, what was it, the first Viking touchdown? The Hawkinson throw up the left sideline. There was a bad pick play that they yeah. just came in and uh, it was Powell number five or four. He came down and just clobbered Owens in the slot. And that's why that was the play that everyone uh, was like, what the hell? They only, they, they dropped nine. They only rushed two. Yeah. That was obviously a mistake um, that there's no defense that does that in the NFL. Um, but that's why they allowed a wide open guy, even while they were dropping nine into coverage. So not great. Not great. Um, defense hasn't been like, you know, the problem, like bolded the, but still about 24 points. It's probably and, enough to lose a football game, most football yeah. games. And, and again, situationally, right? 
11 for 19 and third and yeah. fourth downs. You got to get off the field. And and so many of those being third and longs. Yeah. Uh defense is like a 4 4 4 out of yep. 10. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Special teams, we got a block <laughs> kick again. I yeah. thought it was not I thought it was Nyman again, but he was in the game as an offensive player at that point. And I was like, yep. are we still using him out there? No. Nope, Carl Brooks Carl baby. Brooks. Carl Brooks might be one of the other few bright spots of the season. I'm like, yes. hey, I think we're going to get some, something out of a six-round pick. That's nice. Yeah. Hey, cool. We bombed the the woolen pick, wooden, whatever his <laughs> name is. I can't remember what it is. We bombed <laughs> that one in the fourth round, but we made up for it in the sixth. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, that that was great, too, because like the, from the, the reverse angle right behind the goalposts, you saw that kick coming, and all of a sudden – you just see Jonathan Owens has the ball in his hands. Like yeah. the ball looks like it's coming towards the, the goalposts. And then Jonathan Owens is just taken off up the field with the ball. I, I, I was, my, my brain thought it like just blanked out for a half a second um, in between there. Those guys were ready for the return too. Yeah. Like they instantly were like, shout out to Basaccia. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe Basaccia should be the head coach. Cause if we're talking about details and stuff like that, <laughs> special teams is the only one that hasn't, look like a complete idiot so far. I mean, I guess there was that one like walk-on kick, right, for Anders that they messed up. Can't remember if that was the first or second game. Um oh yeah yeah yeah. Well and they, they gave up that long return today, but yeah. it did get called back for a hold. And so you know, I don't know if I'm necessarily I would have to go back and see if that was remotely potentially affecting whether like or not a guy was gonna make a tackle. A shitload of holds on that play when I was watching it. <laughs> um I don't know, man. This is a bad football team. Well, and we we gotta we gotta mention we gotta mention Anders. I know oh, it doesn't count in this. Anders? I know it doesn't. I I know it doesn't count in the in the box score. Perceive but he doinked he doinked it off the off the right upright on a thirty five yarder at the end of the first half and got bailed out by somebody lined up in the neutral zone. Anders, watch it. Mm. Watch it, Anders. Mm. I did see a, one of the uh, APC commenters made a funny joke and was like Anders hit 33% of the PATs that whatever the Vikings kicker names hit. <laughs> like we get, we can't, we can't deal with this production. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> not even crediting him with the idea of not crediting him with uh, efficiency stats and just going kickers off of volume stats. Why isn't he kicking more PATs? He's got to put himself in a position to kick more PATs. Oh man, I really hope we don't uh, trade anyone. Like trade for anyone. We yeah, trade people. We <laughs> trade everyone. We get, is there? Let's let's go over. Oh yeah, let's do this. How many players on this roster would you not trade for, like a day two pick? Ooh, I think Elton's. Cap Elton. hit is too much to eat right now. I think Jair, you don't eat that cap hit right now. Um, Kenny, I mean, Ken, yeah, I was gonna say Kenny. Even though you're gonna have to extend him pretty soon, he's still playing good football. I think that's it. Zach, Tom, maybe. Yeah, Tom, Tom. Would I trade Tom? For maybe. A second? Yeah, I probably wouldn't trade for Tom. Tom for a second right now. Yeah, considering the Packers' issues, the last thing that we need is tackle insecurity that leads to us questioning: <laughs> Do we need to bring back 
David Bakhtiari and push all oh, his God. money forward into the future and never get out of cap debt ever? I don't need that. <laughs> we just need to suck with these players. And if Matt doesn't get them right on the offensive side of the ball, then we need to fire Matt. I mean, that's that's it. That's it. That's the whole story. If it's going to be this bad the entire year, Matt doesn't need another player. We need a new Matt. We need a new Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a pod. Yeah. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. uh, We lost again. I don't know. Take your family out to, like, the pumpkin patch or something next (laughs) Sunday and just, like, keep up with the score on your phone. Maybe Find a... get beat Brett Rippiet. Does that matter? I don't think that matters. <laughs> I mean, the season is over, right? Like, we don't have to pretend that we're making the playoffs or anything. Like, no. Yeah that that ship has sailed. Find a nice yeah, find a nice brewery or um you know something to to go spend some time with family because that's going to be much more enjoyable than than trying to watch three hours of this again. My girlfriend uh made plans that overlap with this week of the Super Bowl. And she was like, she doesn't know anything about football. <laughs> I mean, all her football content right now is coming via Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey memes, right? Um, and uh, her whole thing right now was like, well, you can't tell me that you're busy that week. Like, I, oh. I know the Packers aren't good at. And then the oh. she, she hit me. She hit me with the most like backhanded thing in the world, which was like. Well, at least they won't break your heart in the playoffs again. And she meant that like genuinely. Oh my god! Like, at least you won't get your hopes up. I'm like, all right, you haven't seen how much I will cope, and I'm about to dive into <laughs> Caleb Williams and Drake May film. I've already sent out the bat signal to get college film in season, so I can start breaking down some of these guys. Um, oh my god! If I, we don't I, get in the quarterback range, we're taking a tackle. Yes. I need everyone to be prepared for this. This is a tackle class. It's a good tackle class. We will be taking one of the tackles. Like just mentally get prepared for we were all that we were that bad for that long. And all we got was an offensive lineman. Yep. 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 It's coming. If we don't get a quarterback, it's that. And I don't think we're gonna get in the top two picks. And I don't think we're gonna trade the twenty twenty five first when, you know, the draft is hosted in Green Bay to move up for a quarterback. I don't think it's happening, so I uh my my final thought for tonight is it's just too bad that Simone Biles apparently isn't as good a good luck charm as a significant other as Taylor Swift is. So love you, Simone, but that was you know was hoping that with her in attendance today things would have been a little bit better. And it's not her fault. That's entirely the fault of Matt Lafleur and this garbage team that we that we support. So um, keep coming to games. Simone could run a flat route. If Simone yeah. can run a flat route, we can get her involved on RPOs. Oh, are you get, kidding get me? Musgrave she... off the field. <laughs> get her on some of the orbit motion, Tyler Irvin stuff. She's she's quick enough, and she, and yeah, good good luck trying to tackle her. If you if you stayed this far into the podcast, good I'm on happy you for you. Aggregators <laughs> do not get to use this because I am talking about a dead man. Um, I have a funny story about. I don't know if I've told this story before. Mike Leach. One of my friends was interviewing Mike Leach one time down in uh, South Florida. I think I think it was Key West, and uh, he's at with him. He's with him, and he's like, "Or no, 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 no." He, he was interviewing uh, Gardner Minshew about Mike Leach, 
Mike Leach had apparently at one point uh, made friends with a little person who he met at a bar at Key West down in South Florida and had created this theory uh, while he was at Washington State with Minshew that there was potential for a goal line package where they just threw a little person into the end zone and that it would be legal under NCAA rules. So maybe there's potential for the ghost of Mike Leach to be revived in a Simone Biles goal line play. I had exactly the right amount of bourbon to be for that to be the perfect <laughs> amount of funny. <laughs> I was trying to remember exactly how the story went down. Cause I was like, okay, this is way, but like this was when Minshew was a prospect and all that stuff. Um, yeah, man. All right. That's podcast. Go back. Leave up. it at that. Leave it at that. Note. See ya. Go back up. <laughs>